This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, May 9th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. While speaking to ag reporters on Friday, Agriculture Secretary Tom Bilsack said the ability to market food as local is valuable for small farms, bakeries, and butchers that often can't compete with big companies. So USDA needs to help sustain that edge. Standing in a USDA parking lot on Friday among temporary stalls selling pumpkin bread, specialty sausages, vegetables, and many other agriculture goods at the department's first farmer's market of the year, Vilsack reacted sharply to a recent Tampa Bay Times story about non-local food being disguised and sold as local fare in Florida. Vilsack said, It is a concern because the local and regional moniker is a value-added proposition, and so it's important for us to look for ways to make sure that people understand what it means in their particular locale. And there may be a role that USDA can play, he said. I think as this industry matures and grows, there's going to be a need for standardization in terms of what it means to be local or regional. In the meantime, we've got process verification systems that could potentially be used by some if they're interested in being able to verify where and how something is produced. For ethanol, either Trump or Clinton will do just fine. The ethanol industry can take a deep breath now that the anti-RFS Senator Ted Cruz is officially out of the race to be the next president. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Bob Deneen told reporters Friday, We are more comfortable today because Ted Cruz isn't going to be the president. But look, both presidential candidates today support the RFS. Congress continues to say that it's important and let's not repeal it, let's reform it. But corn farmers aren't relaxing. The National Corn Growers Association says it's still concerned about the threat of EPA reducing the ethanol mandate. The farm group is equipping its members to fight back with a new communications toolkit. In its latest newsletter, the corn group said, even before the ink was dry on the establishment of the renewable fuel standard legislation, NCGA, state affiliates, and members have worked tirelessly to make it a success. Unfortunately, the Environmental Protection Agency's final rule setting of the renewable volume obligations last November raised serious concerns about the agency's commitment to the RFS and the future of the ethanol industry. The toolkits, designed to help corn farmers target lawmakers, businesses, environmental groups, and the public with pro-RFS messages in a unified voice, is being distributed now. USA Rice Executive Named to Cuba Group USA Rice Vice President of Government Affairs Ben Mosley has been chosen as a new co-chair at the U.S. Agriculture Coalition for Cuba, the USACC, to sit on the group's legislative committee. The primary goal of the USACC, comprised of more than 100 groups, is to bring about complete normalization of agriculture trade with Cuba. The U.S. currently exports farm goods like poultry and corn to Cuba, but those sales are hampered by trade restrictions, such as a U.S. ban on financing sales to the island nation. Mosley said in a statement, USA Rice has been working to end this embargo for decades, so it makes sense for us to hold a leadership role in the coalition and help provide direction for our momentum. He said, we plan to ramp up our advocacy efforts on the Hill before Congress heads out of town for summer recess and look forward to building on our existing successes over the last 18 months. Court fight over the other white meat goes on. 
The National Pork Producers Council is claiming victory after the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia Circuit granted the group's motion to intervene in a lawsuit over the USDA's decision to allow the National Pork Board to continue making payments towards the $35 million purchase of trademark slogans like the other white meat from NPPC. In a newsletter, the group said... NPPC financed the purchase over 20 years, making the Pork Board's annual payment $3 million. The sale was an arm's-length transaction with a lengthy negotiation in which both parties were represented by legal counsel and USDA, which oversees the federal pork checkoff program administered by the Pork Board, approved the purchase. In 2012, HSUS, a lone Iowa farmer, and the Iowa Citizens for Community Improvement filed suit against USDA seeking to have the sale rescinded. Brazil and the U.S. have common export agenda. Brazil and the U.S. are often competitors when it comes to bulk commodity exports, but the countries do have shared goals and are working together. That according to a USDA audio post. Clay Hamilton, a foreign agriculture service official stationed in Brazil, said, quote, We're working together to open up markets in China and the EU, particularly in biotechnology and other areas. We often work very closely together in international meetings to make sure that the international regulations and guidance is based on science as opposed to consumer concerns. He said it. RFA President and CEO Bob Deneen, when asked if he was comfortable with eight years of President Trump or President Clinton, replied, From the perspective of the ethanol industry's agenda, I'm not concerned. I have a personal view, which will be between me and my confessor. My wife might be able to get it out of me, too. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, May 9th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.